0: what is up everyone welcome to a special episode spiritual moon power is what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of the cub cougar supernatural podcast if you guys are just now joining my name is cub Cooker and every single day on this podcast uh we look at uh better questions we ask better questions about faith spirituality and the paranormal realm all around us. Now I'm going to be talking about the moon today. And before the comments ensue, uh, I don't care what you believe. I don't care if you believe it's uh, a piece of paper in the sky, or a giant round rock, or uh, a plasmic globe, or whatever. I've heard it all, guys. I've heard it all. And so before the comments start with the I know what it is, you know, if you haven't laid your hand on it, You can't know and i can't know either um i just i have to take the information given uh and specifically the information in scripture uh ancient scripture is what we're going to look at today we're going to look at some stuff right out of the bible and we're going to look at some stuff right out of enoch uh and enoch is a study we're in right now there's the first comment uh the earth is is the first comment and that's what i'm saying guys i just don't I, i don't play that game Um, I'm not the conspiracy guy, so if you're looking for that channel, uh, you can go to a different channel, but, um, you know, I'm here to, uh, again, look at scripture, look at the spiritual implications of it. Again, ask better questions. Does it matter what it is or does it matter what it does? And I think that that's a better question we can ask, um, because I don't think that we'll know what it really is until we're ascended to another level uh, we've moved on to another plane of existence. So, um, I really, uh, is Casper the Holy Ghost? Great question. Um, you know, possibly, I don't know. I don't know the name of the Holy Ghost. So, uh, could be Casper. You know, I like Casper, big fan of the movie growing up. So crunching down on my last, uh, cough drop here. Been fighting those allergies doing the local honey, somebody suggested local milk. I need to look and see if I have a dairy here. So But as we get in today, welcome everyone. Somebody says Seth Rogan, what's up, bro? <laughs> no, I'm not Seth Rogan. I actually used to look a lot more like Seth Rogan and in fact, I was in Disney World one time and one of the guys that worked at uh one of the shops in Disney World legit thought I was Seth Rogen, and uh, it was absolutely hilarious. So, guys, I'm going to turn the green screen off today. You see the moon, pretty moon. I'm going to turn it off right now. It's been acting super goofy, so you get to see my messy studio. Welcome to the studio. Uh, But anyway, hopefully uh, you'll still get what I'm talking about in today's episode because uh, this is super, super interesting stuff. Uh, As we look at... Uh, what the moon is? What the moon is in the Bible? So we've got uh, Psalm eighty nine thirty seven says, like the moon, it shall be established forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Selah. Uh, and I love that because, like a faithful witness, we look at the moon talked about as a witness in t- in so many spiritual texts, like a witness to God or the Creator or the universe's divine power. Uh, yeah. Jacob says a crazy green screen. Yeah. It's been super weird lately. I don't understand if it's like the lighting or I even tried darker shirt today and it's still acting goofy. So we may have to, uh, clean the studio up finally, but, uh, Zyrtec twice a day fixed mine. Yeah. I've been trying that too. And, uh, uh, we're out here in West Texas and we've got some ragweed out here that is horrible. Uh so anyway I've been talking about if you've been listening to the podcast that's been the narrative for the last 3 weeks here so um but yeah the moon I, I, I did a series of videos today you guys can check them out on on reels on TikTok um on YouTube shorts like everywhere uh I do all the short videos every day but then I do the podcasts this is a second podcast of the day uh right code says I'm in Oklahoma what's up from Oklahoma how's it going Um, so the moon has fascinated me for a couple of years now. When I started my spiritual path, I started noticing the moon a lot more. In fact, I started noticing it in a clarity I've never seen it. I've always looked at the moon and gone, oh, that's pretty. But it like stands out to me and draws me towards it now. Like it, it's like a magnet that grabs onto my eyes. And if you guys and i know a lot of people have experienced this from the comments i've gotten on just on the videos i posted today um the more you focus on your spirituality and i don't care what faith tradition you are again that's not what my channel is about to sell any kind of brand of uh faith tradition we have this is a multi faith multicultural multi orientation uh multi race i don't care who you are what you believe if you're here in love and seeking Uh, divine enlightenment and truth then that's that's what we're here for so uh oh awesome algeria how's it going in algeria heck yeah we got uh we're we're all over the place now we had someone from germany the other day someone from england uh someone from spain so uh 74 leathercraft says curious off subject uh could it be the fan that is why the green screen glitch is good catch man that's a actually really good uh I bet it is, actually, because that thing spins like crazy. Uh and it definitely could yeah, I think you're probably right. Panama City. Oh sweet, what's up? Uh well I'll leave it off for today and then I'll bring it back later. But uh even in Revelation we see that the moon is like it's there for signs, right? Uh Genesis one six, it says, and God made the two great lights, the greater to rule the day and the lesser to rule the night, and the stars. Uh, in Revelation, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, her head with a crown of 12 stars. Joel 2.31 says, The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord uh, The Lord comes. Then uh, in Psalm, blow the trumpet and the new moon and the full moon on our feast day. So we see, and I was talking about, you know, Christianity, Judaism, not the only cultures that have uh, historically had moon feasts. Um, And in fact, they've kind of been just washed away from society for actually several hundred years now. Uh, And there's a lot of things going around TikTok, you know, with all the elites and they still do ceremony. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a reverence and a thankfulness and a ebb and flow and moving with the cycles of the sun, the moon, the stars. Not that you have to go do anything like that because that, guys, is sorcery. And I've talked about sorcery versus magic before. Magic is harnessing the natural occurring frequencies around you. Sorcery is where you are uh, taking an energy and transmuting that energy into your own two totally different things guys two totally different things there's a difference between having a salt lamp behind me that gives off ions uh and makes the room feel uh warmer cozier uh more relaxed and uh taking that same salt lamp crushing it up and drinking the you know the the substance in in a in a glass of water I don't know why you would do that I'm just saying I've seen weirder things online Uh, So there's a difference between that sorcery where you're actually trying to affect the physical matrix to get what you want rather than uh, trying to harness the energy of the spiritual uh, realm and the frequencies around you to manifest in the spirit and then you can receive in the physical world. So much, much different approach. Uh, One is based on truth, light, love, oneness, uh, the common good. The other is based on ego selfishness uh worldly desires, that type of thing, so you guys you guys get what I'm talking about with that, hopefully, so uh somebody said the moon is a spaceship, could be, I don't know again, I haven't been there uh so you know a lot of you guys have comments and you're like, this is what this is, and I'm like, dude, like, come on, I've never been there, you haven't been there, we don't know, I mean, we can take what scripture says, we take what. Uh, the studies that have been done, and you got to kind of put them together and try to figure out what what what's going on. So, um, somebody says, uh, "Get ready for it, lol." Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely you know we don't even know what's on the dark side of the moon, right? Like I did a whole video on that today. You know, you've got one side of the moon faces us all the time. You never see the other side of it. Like, and inherently, human curiosity starts making up all these ridiculous theories about it. Um, but you know, the commonality, uh, is we do see one side of it. It is like magnetically locked onto the earth in some way, somehow, obviously intelligent design, whether you want to say it was alien races that built it or, uh, God that built it or whatever. Um, that's totally up to you. But in my opinion, it has intelligent design. It was made for a reason. And it's a big clock to me. It, it, it tells the time, right? Like it also tells the time. I did a whole video today on like if you've ever had insomnia, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I can't sleep. Like you feel heavy, you feel weird, or oh, I had weird dreams, and you're like in this lucid state. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go step outside, get a little fresh air. I do this sometimes step out on the driveway. And then I'll look up, and oh my gosh, there's a full moon, just big as can be, just shining down, just like this heavy energy. And so. You know, we may say, well, it's just the sun bouncing off the moon. Sure, but that is a different light quality, a different wavelength, a different transmission of energy to us than the sun does. And there's also, I was just watching um, Unexplained with William Shatner on uh, Hulu, I believe is what it's on. Uh, Really interesting show, and they did a whole episode on the moon, which was weird because we're in the moon section on Enoch today and i was like oh my gosh like okay so some of the stuff i learned on that i was able to combine with enoch and and kind of talk about this more holistically uh to look at what this whole moon phenomenon is and one of the things is they've pinged the moon with little rockets and stuff and they can hear like a bell sound like it resonates much different than the earth does so of course i love science i'm a big science nerd um, and so I, I love to combine science and spirituality to try to understand the nature of our human experience. So, uh, really, really cool. But so obviously, you know, I'm thinking, you know, white light has a wavelength. If the moon has some sort of resonance to it, then that wavelength of light is going to bounce back, uh, at a different resonant frequency, uh, in theory, of course, you know, I'm not a scientist, but in theory. So, but we know, uh, that, that people all over the world, whenever you have like a full moon, uh, are experiencing really, you know, vivid dreams, heavy energies. If you've ever driven on like a Friday, whenever there's a full moon and and you kind of have that normal Friday traffic, but then everybody's like honking at each other. and People are flipping each other off and like it's just everybody has this heightened energy and it's just like go, 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 go. And so really interesting about how the Moon affects us, and it's not without its basis scripturally and spiritually. And so what I wanted to explore today is how do we as spiritual beings, light workers, star seeds, prophets, uh, whatever you want to call yourself, ministers, missionaries, we've got all kinds of different people in here, different walks of life, uh, new age, uh, whatever. How do we harness that energy in a way that it benefits us rather than just makes us have weird dreams and brings us down? So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, Somebody says the full moon has zero effect on people. Well, then you have a massive placebo effect all around the world. If that's true, uh, Jay, Jay says the full moon has zero effect on people. You're totally entitled to your opinion, but I probably have 100 people in this chat Uh, that would that would beg to differ so um, I don't know about you but I mean I I, the full moon man it's like the weirdest thing it it definitely pulls on me especially as your spirituality heightens and you become more sensitive to frequency and vibration Uh, Alexis says the Bible does seem to use astrology a lot absolutely it does absolutely Uh, There's actually something called astral theology. If you look into that, it's really interesting that, um, you know, all of these stories in the Bible actually play out in the stars as well, uh, as well as in other cultures, which is really interesting. So there's nothing new under the sun. I believe prophecy is cyclical. Uh, It's already happened. It's happening now and it's going to happen again. Uh, That's just my belief. So uh, Jay says it's called confirmation bias, dude. Dude, come on. Uh, Jay, brother, brother, you're in the wrong community with that attitude here. Um, Confirmation bias, like I I get that. You can tell somebody something and they're going to experience those effects. Uh, But they've actually done huge studies, uh, double blind studies, where they've figured out that there's a massive effect on mental health and the lunar cycles. And I shared in a video I dropped on TikTok today I do my research on this channel. I don't just bring woo woo out. Uh, I make sure that, you know, I try to provide you guys with as much, as much information as possible. So, uh, if you don't want to believe it, you know, that's totally cool. You're totally entitled to that, but I, I'm, I'm telling you there's so much research behind, uh, lunar phases and mood phases. It, it'll blow your mind what's out there. So uh, K Coloso says moon cycles definitely affect us, especially women, and uh, the monthly cycles. Yeah, absolutely. And men have that too, by the way. Uh, and you guys that are requesting to go live with me, I I do lives with people. I appreciate it. But if I don't know you, I'm not going live with you. It's just not going to happen. So, um, we we have to plan. I value this community too much to just let somebody on here that could be ranting and raving. So. Uh, we try to audit everybody that comes on here live. That's why I don't do a ton of co lives with other people, but I'm looking to start doing them once a month. So, uh, you guys keep hitting that button, wanting to go live with me and that I just don't do that. So, uh, Annie says it can pull an ocean. It can pull you. Amen. And you got to think we're like, what are we? 70 something percent water. I mean, like if it's pulling the water of the ocean, I watched today too on that. Uh, I think it was unexplained show with William Shatner, um, there's a thing in, uh, near Shanghai where they have like this estuary that's like kind of like this river that runs from the ocean. It runs right up the middle. Um, and when the water, the tide comes in, it actually hits that channel and makes like third, 25 to 30 foot waves that run for like miles inland. It's super, super cool. Uh, somebody says selective Christian, how humble cosmic, uh, somebody uh i'm not a christian channel by the way i'm a i'm a universal uh christ seeker uh new age whatever you want to call this channel uh i'm not a inherently christian channel so um hopefully hopefully you can give me grace for that uh but i was raised in the christian church and uh, i am a christ follower um i believe christ is in all of us and in many different cultures Um, and so that's kind of how I approach this. So if you're judging me as a Christian, then you're judging me incorrectly. So, um, funny, there isn't a mud puddle on the moon. Yeah. I mean, we've looked at the moon even, you know, there's some cool channels on here where they've got some really cool telescopes and they're looking at the surface of the moon and, you know, there's seemingly nothing there yet. The higher resolution, uh, images we get, you get a lot of different colors and textures, Uh, So it's really, really interesting. Uh, Again, I love space. Like, I love the idea of it. I think space is more spiritual than just physical, too. Like, I think uh, all of these celestial bodies affect different spiritual energies, and they're part of the song of the cosmos. Uh, And I study a lot of vibrations and music theory and stuff. And so it's really interesting because we can hear the planets sing and all of this stuff. You know, they get, like, all these radio frequencies from the stars, Uh, And it's just amazing. And a lot of what we see in the Bible uh, corroborates that idea. Um, Let's see. Let's find another one. Isaiah 1310, For the stars of the heavens and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be dark and it's rising and the moon will not shed its light. So, you know, there's another prophetic line there. Um, Let's find... Uh, Psalms 136 9 the moon and the stars rule over the night for his steadfast love endures forever Um, Song of Solomon who is this who looks down like the dawn beautiful as the moon bright as the sun awesome as an army with banners and I wanted to talk about cycles too men have those as well in fact uh, we will never admit but they are probably just as strong as as what the females experience without some of the side effects obviously Uh, but men go through, and I know this from hanging out with my guy friends, we go through mood cycles. Like you wouldn't believe and if you've ever been married to a man for long enough, you will know like, okay, uh, it's his man time or whatever, you know, and and there's always a joke about that, but it's really true. Especially men who tend to be, uh, more introspective, uh, have, have more empathy. Maybe they don't always speak, uh, what they're thinking. I'm definitely outspoken but I know some guys who are a little more, uh, introverted and there's definitely this really heavy mood over them during the mood cycle, the mood moon cycles. So, uh, Annie Logan says, amen, 13 years. Yeah. So, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. My wife would totally, totally get on with you in that respect. Uh, because you know, the moon, uh, I don't even have to look outside to know when the moon is full. I can just go up. Yep. It's almost full again. Like you can just feel it. So, uh k coloso says the moon is our intuition in astrology uh so that's another aspect of lunar cycles yeah absolutely absolutely and i can see that too because it does affect that intuition and it does affect like that gut feeling you have about things i even sometimes in the moon cycles feel uneasy about things um and i'm trying to learn to take that feeling rather than it becoming anxiety and try to transmute that into uh positive um, or at least cleansing vibes so that like I can balance myself during those times. Um, I remember I was playing Frisbee with Jacob not too long ago uh, with 74 Leathercraft here. And um, I looked up and the moon was just like right there. Uh, and it was, and I was playing really well, making like some really good shots. Uh, And it was really interesting because it's like when I was doing that physical activity, it's like you can channel that. So I would say for me, like one of the secrets to harnessing that lunar energy would be that physical activity, like getting outside, hiking, biking, doing those things that actually help move it through you as a cleansing energy rather than it weighing on you physically. And again, I'm not an expert in any of this, but... I'm just sharing my experience, what I've seen from other people. I know a lot of yoga instructors that I'm pretty sure would agree with that statement. So, uh, but really, really interesting stuff. I'm definitely not into moon worship or anything like that, but I think that it is there for our benefit spiritually. Like we live in a matrix, yes, but there are still things in this matrix that are channeling that spiritual energy and all of these physical things have a spiritual counterpart in my opinion. So Um, let's see. We are day and night. There's a reason for that saying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 70 Yamaha says space is awesome. Can only be created by God. Absolutely. Uh, it would take a God to create something so beautiful as the universe. Yeah, absolutely. They're even finding crazy stuff. They've this new James Webb telescope, like all of the signs of like the big bang that they thought were there. They've been finding things that challenge that, and I'm not saying, you know, I don't know how God created it all, but I know something incredible happened to put everything in balance. Like, one thing I learned today, the moon is the perfect size, the perfect size and the perfect distance between the earth and the sun to cover the sun completely for full total solar eclipses. I mean, just mind-blowing, guys, mind-blowing. Uh, I write code says great advice. Thanks. Hey, you bet. I hope, I mean, I hope that helps somebody. I hope, you know, um, I, you know, I hate sitting home on a full moon. I like to go do something. I definitely don't like to go into the cities, but I definitely like going out to the Canyon, uh, going on, uh, like a nature hike or walk or biking, something like that. Uh, playing Frisbee, those type of things, because it just, it kind of, it it really is almost cleansing. I feel like, uh, it, it moves a lot of uh unshed emotions and stuff from the previous uh cycle through you and we have to remember if you want to go deep down this rabbit hole guys go check out the gregorian calendar versus the lunar calendar um i have set up on my computer and on my google calendar where i have all the lunar cycles now um because i want to see when the new month really rolls over right Uh, like we may have the end of the month and you have to go on that calendar for, you know, work and school and all of that stuff. Uh, But you can definitely look at phases of the moon here. So like we have a new moon on the 25th this month. Um, So there's your rollover right there. Uh, Last quarter is on the 17th. The full moon is going to be on the 9th in just a few days. So um, really, really interesting guys. You know, don't Don't miss out on some rich spiritual technology here uh, by ignoring the celestial calendar. Um, And again, I'm not saying I'm not one of those like Torah observers. More respect to them. You guys can remember all of that and follow all that. Great. I can't do that because I move more on emotions anyway. That's just kind of how I am. I'm I'm very creative, very right brain. If I don't want to do it, I don't normally do it. Uh, if I feel obligated, I'm, I will pull away from it. You know, that's just kind of how I am. Um, and so, but having this calendar really helps me just kind of put things in perspective. And in fact, when I started this spiritual journey, I don't have it with me, but I had a little leather bracelet that was uh black leather with silver Garner on it. And it had a magnetic clasp. I bought that as my commitment to observe God's creation and honor the cycles of that. I was getting into the whole Torah keeper type thing. Uh, I quickly found out that was not for me. It, It just did not render any spiritual fruit for me. And what I normally tell people is if you find spiritual fruit there, great. If you don't, then find where your spiritual fruit is. You know, the Bible is full of where Christ talked about, like, look at the tree, look at the fruit. You'll know what type of tree it is. So for me, it's really important in my life. Like, I don't do something because I'm like, I think this is going to be the answer. Like, I test it. And like, if I start to see fruit, I'll lean into it. If I don't see fruit, then I back off and I and I go try something else. That's just me. Uh you guys make your own decisions, but I think it's I think there's something to that that whole fruit parable. Uh you said James Webb showing different than the Big Bang. Where did you get this info? Uh I think NASA actually has uh a whole article on it. I saw it on like CNN or something. Um and it wasn't saying it disproved it or anything. It was just challenging, I know, uh what their original thoughts were of it. Let me look at that. Um Webb telescope. Let's see if I can find the article. Um, Oh, there it is. Big Bang. Um, There's the one on NASA. Uh, What is the Big Bang? How can we see the Big Bang? Um, Let me see if I can find the actual article. Um, Okay, here's one on space.org. It says it it never disproved the Big Bang. Here's how that falsehood spread. Okay. So there is an article on that where it didn't actually disprove it. And that's what I tried to say earlier. It didn't disprove it, but I know it was, there was some challenging things with that. So, uh, but space.com has an article on that and I won't read it here. Um, but I can't even remember what it was that was challenging it. Um, Let's see, it says, uh, it has already made some ironic discoveries, including the detection of what could be some of the earliest galaxies ever seen that existed 200 million years after the Big Bang, although issues were calibrating the instruments uh, might mean that some of these galaxies are not as distant as first thought. Um, Anyway, yeah, so, and I'm sure it has to do with that calibration is what it sounds like, but... Like I said, you guys go read it. I'm not a space expert, but I do, I do find it fascinating. So, and I'll try to report more on that um, if I can get more information on it. So, it's hard to get information on that too because you'll get like all of these news stations sharing stories about it, and then you've got this article saying, you know, oh, it was it was falsehood. So, you know, we don't know. I don't know. That's why I try not to do too much of this space stuff because it's so polarized uh, and people get, you know, so upset about it. and oh, the earth is this and Antarctica is that and what it, you know. And again, I try not to go in for that stuff, guys, because and why do I not? Because I don't find fruit there. I don't find fruit there. I've never found spiritual fruit in entertaining conspiracy theories. I find spiritual fruit in asking better questions if the mass of people... Have some sort of theory and they're asking these questions. I try to go, okay, what's the better question? So, with this, is like, you know, there's a guy on TikTok saying the moon is a plasma or whatever. And I say, well, what's the better question? What is the moon or what is it for? And so, for me, what is the moon for? How does it benefit me and you and our collective consciousness is a better question then what is it? Because I may never know that. I may never go touch it. I may never be able to go up in a rocket and go see it. Uh, Other people may, and that's great, but I have to either take their word for it, or I can try to figure out for me, for our collective consciousness, what is it for? Just like everything in creation, we know water has energy. We know lightning has energy. We know the moon has energy. We know the sun obviously has energy. We know we have energy, and all of that energy interacts in this huge ballet, this huge symphony of sound and vibration and light transmission. Uh, Annie says, "Yeah, why does it matter?" Absolutely. Con uh, Hoodoo says, "Are you Christian?" So uh, I was raised Christian. I was raised in the Methodist Church. I consider uh, myself a uh, a follower of the Universal Christ. Uh, I read extra biblical scripture. I read biblical scripture. I read, I've started reading Buddhist and Hindu scripture, which by the way, I have found a lot of fruit in, and that's what I tell you guys go where the fruit is. I've found a lot of spiritual fruit and enlightenment in the Buddhist scriptures. I'm reading one right now, uh, that is, uh, from a Japanese, an ancient Japanese text and it is the Buddha of light Psalms. By the way, the Buddha of light is pretty much Jesus. Uh, and by the way, the great one in there is pretty much Elion, God Most High. Um, and so we have all of these cultures around the world, and we uh, there's been great effort over the centuries to divide us. What's the old saying? Divide and conquer. Okay, divide us first, conquer us later, right? Um, and so for me, I want to understand all these other things, and I start reading them as a means to understand see what the bible said about it and then i go wait a minute this is the same thing this is written from a different cultural perspective a different pantheon of gods you say well there's no pantheon of gods in the bible absolutely there are absolutely there are you know monotheism is the greatest uh deception in the world in my opinion because there are plenty of gods little g gods And I'm not talking about stone statues, I'm talking about real entities, what I believe are extraterrestrial entities that have been visiting our planet for centuries, um, for eons actually, helping humanity, upgrading humanity, and some of them even trying to enslave humanity. And you see that through ancient Hebrew texts, you see it through Egyptian, Sumerian, Chinese, Japanese, Hindu, all of these things. But the commonality in all of them is there's always one that's a son of, or a true essence of that most high entity who is not a physical entity, but a spiritual entity. And in fact, that spiritual entity in all of these that I have personally read is something that is that is as big as the cosmos. It is a cosmic mind. It is a collective consciousness. It is the universal intelligence that is behind everything. And I think it's beautiful when you start to look at it that way. And so when people say, are you Christian? I have to back off a little and say, you know, I was. And I certainly don't think that should discredit me because I say I follow the universal Christ now. Because I think I do have something that can help enlighten the masses. I do think I have something that can help people find a deeper understanding of who God really is. And what salvation really is. And we've made it so simplified and said you have to do it this way and it has to be within this denomination and only we believe the right thing. And I just don't buy into that anymore. I don't think people only have 80 years to make up their mind and if not, excuse my language, but if not, they're screwed. And I just don't believe that my God is like that. Uh, And by the way, I haven't experienced him to be like that. So... um, Annie says, I don't make many videos, but this message was on my heart deep today. Yes, Annie, and I saw your video. Thank you for that. Uh, And you should make more videos. You should. Um, We should all share uh, what's going on. If we feel compelled to, you obviously did today. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, And I wish more people would create around this, guys. Like, uh, We're waking up. We're waking up. And every time you look in the sky and you see that moon... Just remember, remember that it has some relation to you and we're all created. We're all a part of this creation. Like I'm as much a part of that moon as I am you, as I am the smartphone, as I am my own body, because we are all connected. We're all made of the same stuff. And it's crazy. It's crazy when you think that way. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Annie. I appreciate it. Uh, why would God be like that? Um, I wouldn't if I was. I'd let them redo it. Uh, good comment, Jason. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that's that's what I think. You know, reincarnation is all over the Bible. You're not going to hear that in any modern denominational church. And no offense against them, but they, they get their doctrine from the whole system, just like any major you know, tradition does. And to me, it's up to the people to read these texts, internalize it, experience it, bear the fruit and bring the light to the world. That's my that's my uh, point of view. So that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. That's why I show up twice a day to do this. And that's why I encourage other people to do the work too, because uh, this is work. And, and, and the more we have collectively, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer that I did the CE5 video about the other day who does all the extraterrestrial uh, meditations and where they contact the uh, different civilizations, it sounds really woo-woo until you look at what he's really doing. And there's a whole app that you can get everything, super, super cool stuff. And I really challenged our uh, doctrinal thoughts about that, especially if you're like me and you're kind of coming out of a deconstruction phase of your uh, religiosity or churchianity. Uh, It was a great video kind of challenging those thoughts and ideas. Uh, But one of the things he talks about uh, is that universal consciousness and how we are all connected uh, and how it takes 1% of people to shift the collective consciousness on this planet because that 1% can be powerful enough to actually turn the tables where we start to live uh, in a higher vibration societies. And it's really interesting. uh, And I think it's really biblical too, if you look at it. So uh, why do they always talk about the 1% that has all the money? Uh, Well, because that right now is where we are in our evolutionary timetable, uh, where we are valuing those physical things so much. What happens when the collective consciousness comes forward and says, hey, there's new ways to do things and we do it in love, and patience and we continue to upgrade the consciousness of humanity as we all ascend to that Christ consciousness doesn't mean that I'm saying I'm Jesus by the way as I get accused of but it means that we are now becoming the mind of Christ and whatever you call him in whatever culture it's that essence of truth love high vibration service to neighbor loving God above all and whatever that the name is you have for god is different in in, in every culture but there is that one above all that that collective mind the mind of the universe the love of the universe Uh, and to me that's what i serve so but with the moon in that uh we're in enoch right now i want to make sure i read our our passage from enoch for today The Complete Book of Enoch, Standard English Version, Book 2, Parables, Chapter 1, the first parable. We're in verse 38. He says, And there I saw closed chambers, out of which the winds are divided, the chamber of the hail and winds, the chamber of the mist and of the clouds. And the cloud thereof hovers over the earth from the beginning of the world. And I saw the chambers of the sun and the moon, whence they proceed and whither they come. And their glorious return and how one is superior to the other and their stately orbit and how they do not leave their orbit and they add nothing to their orbit and they take nothing away from it and they keep faith with each other in accordance with the oath by which they are bound together and first the sun goes forth and traverses his path according to the commandment of the lord of spirits and his mighty and mighty is his name forever and ever. And after that I saw the hidden invisible path of the moon, and she accomplishes the course of her path in that place by day and by night, the one holding a position opposite to the other before the Lord of Spirits. And they give thanks and praise and rest not, for unto them is their thanksgiving rest." And then this gets really interesting here for the sun changes oft for a blessing or a curse and the course of the path of the moon is light to the righteous and darkness to the sinners in the name of the lord who made a separation between the light of the dark the light and the darkness and divided the spirits of men and strengthened the spirits of the righteous in the name of his righteousness so that's verse 43 And I interpret this personally to mean that the moon is going to have a different effect on you depending on what vibration you're in. Are you in the vibration of ego, selfishness, fear, anxiety, or are you in a vibration of love, peace, trust, and service to others? And that it is either going to be a blessing or a curse for you depending on that, what vibration you're in prior to any of those moon cycles. That's just my interpretation. Read the text for yourself. Interpret it for yourself. Uh, But I think it's really interesting. Uh, Jasona says, did you say two moons? No, it's actually one moon and one sun. And so this is kind of comparing how the sun uh, is for one thing and the moon is for another thing. But then it it talks about almost two separate groups of people, how they're affected by the moon, in my opinion. Basically, it says that the moon... um, will be darkness for sinners or light for the righteous. So like, I don't know. That's the way I interpret it. So um, like I said, you can go read it. Um, I've got it over on my website. There's free PDFs online. Uh, but I think it's important we keep going through Enoch because it's like he went and saw mysteries of the heavens and understood things that we still ask questions about today. And we can take all the little pieces that we're given and try to build a bigger picture. Uh, And to me, none of this is about trying to disprove another point of view. It's about building a bigger storehouse of understanding for ourselves and specifically for the collective. So Annie says, yes. Thank you, Annie, I appreciate you. Um, 70 Yamaha says, you would die of old age before God explained everything in the universe to us. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't even think when we hit into uh, like our our light bodies or, or the next level of ascension that we're gonna see e- anywhere near all of it. And we're probably gonna have questions there as we continue to ascend. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely see the evidence of that in a lot of different scriptures. So, um, yeah, I think we got we got some interesting stuff ahead of us. Uh, this is only one part of our existence. So. But thank you guys for sharing this existence with me. And thank you for your patience with the green screen. Sorry that it was acting up again today. But I'm going to try the fan trick. Um, And then there it goes again. I had some really cool art for this. I made some AI art today. I like that one. This is a solar eclipse over a mountain. Um, Here's my dark side of the moon vibe. Where is it? There you go. Got the rainbow in the moon there. I thought that one was cool. Here's another dark side of the moon one. Uh I had to do I had to use the song today too, you know, in the TikToks. Um But there's some cool ones. See, they don't even want to load up here. Oh, come on, TikTok. Do do whatever upgrade you're doing, TikTok. We need you back here. Um here's there's another cool one. I like this one with the collective uh the moon lo- almost looks like a portal there i think that's really really beautiful so i liked that one a lot but um anyway so well thank you guys for your support thanks for being here today if you like what i'm doing and you want to support it more i've got really cool merch i'm one of the few spiritual creators that do merch uh most of them are doing courses and stuff like that but i'm trying to do the merch too just so you guys can represent you can wear this unique merch Uh, and kind of remember, you know, all the new stuff we're learning together as we grow um, and just challenge our collective understandings of all of this. So uh, these are 30 bucks. You guys wanted some more affordable ones. So I've got some other designs coming out of this. If you guys have suggestions for designs or artwork you've seen me do that you want to see on one of these shirts, please let me know. And I would love to make sure it becomes a reality. So Thank you guys so much. We, are, we have grown so much in the last few days on all fronts, uh, from Facebook to YouTube to TikTok. Um, keep sharing the content, comment. Uh, I really appreciate your support. Thank you, guys. You can also check out my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance, and start digging into your own spiritual wealth of brilliance through my audiobook. if you like hearing me talk. You get about five hours of me where we kind of work one-on-one on your specific gifts. And I'll take you through that book. I teach the book on the audio book. Um, I don't just read it. I get to kind of take some teachable moments as we unpack stuff. And I challenge you in your own life uh, to start writing stuff down, figuring out who you are as a spiritual being uh, and how to activate those gifts in your life. So when I started doing that, that was when I really started noticing the moon. I started noticing all of my my ebbs and flows with uh, the patterns of creation, because we've got to remember that logos, that word of God, the divine computation is in all things. And while we may live in a matrix, we still can have new eyes to see and new ears to hear, as we're able to actually see the patterns of creation rather than the wool that's been pulled over the collective eye. So anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have an awesome, awesome afternoon. Thank you for joining me and being here as always. Uh, Amanda says, love listening to you. Thanks. Hey, I appreciate you so much. Um, uh, To get the merch, Christina, um, uh, if you want to suggest merch, you can uh, DM me or message me on TikTok, I think, is the easiest way to message me. Um, Instagram, Facebook, any of those places, uh, or you can drop a comment. Um, I'm going to try to get an email for stuff like that soon. I just haven't done it. Um, and then you can jump over to the website at www.cubcooker, cubkuker. dot And then it has all the links there for the merch, the book, the podcast, all of my official socials. There's a lot of copycat of my socials now. So be aware of that. I thought you had to get to like the millions of followers before that happened, but apparently not. So, uh that's been super fun to deal with. So make sure when you're following me on social, you go through the website, click on the social links, and then follow me on those so that you know it's my account. So um Annie says, please so much to send you. Thank you, Annie. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And we're we are gonna do the Zoom group. I'm working on that, uh working out some of the kinks and details, and I want to make sure we have enough interest because it costs me quite a bit a month to do The Zoom group, so I want to make sure that we actually, you know, are are, uh, Funding that accordingly if that makes sense, so uh, But i'm hoping to launch that before christmas. That's really my goal And we may even do a free zoom group uh, at the end of this month And i'm looking at doing a sign up for that on the website here in the next week So if that's something you're interested in That'll help me gauge the interest in doing the weekly group. uh, That'll be like a membership Um, And then we can kind of do this work together a little bit more and I can answer more questions and we can, we can get deeper into this stuff that way and really face to face with the group uh, and with moderators and all of that stuff. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. So uh, I've thought about doing courses, but I think the group is better because life changes so quick economies, timelines, all this stuff. And if we just know that we're meeting once a week that could be a really valuable thing for all of us. It could help me fund all of this and hopefully get an assistant, uh, maybe get a proper studio, all of that stuff. So uh, if we can get, you know, even 100 people to be in this group, that could be really, really helpful for what we're doing with this ministry. So anyway, thank you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I mean that. I don't just say that. I mean that. I meditate on you guys. I pray for you. I had someone message me last night with a prayer request. Pray for everyone in this community, guys. Stay strong, stay beautiful, stay in love and light, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.